0: 35, Jeff Gatz, News Radio WRBA. It is an absolutely glorious Friday. This is one of those days, I just have to share this with you. I'm sitting here in the plaque shack. I'm looking out of the uh, official weather window. This is one of those days where I look at it and think to myself, seriously, you're looking at all of this, enjoying all of this, and then you're going to tell me, well, I'm an atheist. Eh, all right, well, whatever. Uh I think it's a beautiful day that uh, that God has made, and the weekend looks incredible. And if you're like me and you're looking at some of these political activities, the, the election that's been underway for, what, six weeks at this point, things are actually looking good for good people. And I am so happy about that. And one of those good people happens to be the uh, congressman from the 5th District, Congressman Bob Good. Congressman, good to have you with us, my friend.
1: Hello, Jeff. Great to be with you. I'm mobile, so I hope that uh, you can hear me okay. I'm running around the district, as you might imagine, but uh, great to be with you again, my friend. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, the pleasure is mine, and I'm happy to hear that you're out and about in the district. Give us a sense as you're traveling the district. What are people saying to you?
1: Well, folks are excited. They think that we're going to have a great victory for America and for Virginia on Tuesday. They're motivated. They're engaged. Uh, They they want to vote for a secure border. They want to vote to end this massive inflation. They want to vote to restore gas prices to what they were in the Trump administration. They want to vote to support our police, to empower parents. Uh, They want to vote uh, to to make our streets and and the community safer. And I think they feel like hope is on the horizon that we can begin to rein in the radical agenda that they're suffering under. They're suffering under in so many ways, as you know. And I think folks are really engaged and motivated, and they're going to turn out – Uh, They've already been early voting numbers are strong, as you know, but I think you're going to see strong turnout on Tuesday as well.
0: I think you've hit on the uh, the point that is most important to those of us in the real world, Congressman, where we're going to the gas pumps. It's two dollars more a gallon than it was 19 months ago where we're going to the grocery store. Our paycheck isn't going as far. And you're right. People are suffering right now as the result of Biden and every other Democrat uh, in the House and the Senate.
1: That's right. Virginians are suffering about a 14 percent inflation rate, inflation since the two years that Biden's been in office, costing the average family seven hundred dollars a month on average for just the essentials versus what they were paying two years ago. And as we know, the 14 percent is not even indicative of, of the real inflation for gas, which, as you've noted, is double. Yeah. Groceries are up 20, 30, 40%, depending on what you're buying. Housing costs are massively up. Utility prices are massively up. These are all the things that are not discretionary that people have to buy. And who does that impact most? Fixed income seniors, uh, lower and middle income Americans, regular families, college students, young people just getting started out in their career, young couples, and so forth. They truly are suffering with a loss of purchasing power. Not to mention, folks like us—you know—don't look at your retirement account or your 401k. Look how that's been depleted. Some 25 percent under Biden as well. People who, uh, thankfully, you and I are not quite near retirement. But what if you you were—you know—turning 70 or or 65 or what have you, and you've been planning to retire now, and you've just been decimated by this president, this the Pelosi, Schumer, Biden agenda that's crushing you economically.
0: So, Congressman, tell me what happens after Tuesday. The indications are that uh, our side, I I make no apologies for being a a proud Republican, a a loyal conservative and all of that, but after our side picks up the House, picks up the Senate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, when do you guys return to D.C. to reorganize and and hopefully just start pumping the brakes on the insanity coming from the White House?
1: Well, I am planning to go to D.C. on the 9th, on Wednesday the 9th. I will okay. be in my first meeting will be Wednesday night, the 9th, the day after the election. I will be there all day Thursday and Friday, perhaps through the weekend, because we definitely have to be back on Monday. And uh, my House Freedom Caucus colleagues and I, the returning veterans like myself, veterans of the House, along with the new freshmen that are coming in, we will be meeting together and depending on what we get concluded on friday where we're at we may even stay and work through the weekend on the strategy and this is organizational strategy this is excuse me the rules that we're that we're fighting for and proposing to change how congress works Mm -hmm. because as you know jeff it's the system that's broken and that's both sides are guilty of the systemic problem in terms of how congress functioned or does not function and we want to empower regular members, the people's representatives, instead of just a few elites at the top, irrespective of party, so that we allow things like uh, working through regular order instead of suspending the rules all the time to bring you know, massive pieces of legislation to the floor quickly for a vote, that we would work through the respective committees, that we would allow uh, amendments. Uh, we want a majority of the majority rule that the Republican majority cannot pass legislation that is not supported by a majority of Republicans that we don 't repeat what John Boehner did, which is go to make deals with the Democrats to pass legislation he could not pass with his Republican majority. Uh, we want uh, the ability to vacate the chair, which just means if whoever 's voted as speaker if they 're not doing what the membership wants, we can have a new vote on speaker to hold them accountable that 's healthy for leadership a strong a strong leader wants to be chosen as the leader by those he or she leads, and they 're not in fear of them. Being able to replace them if they're not doing what they were elected to do, uh, there are there are a number. We want the Holman rule reinstated, Jeff, where we can cut an individual agency budget or an individual salary budget uh, um, in, in, uh, it, it, that's not performing as you know constitutionally. Think think like cut Fauci's salary, cut Merrick Garland's salary, cut Secretary Mayorkas' salary, and, and again the amendment process is so critical. We could have a bill that's sort of ninety percent okay, but ten percent bad. We could have an up-or-down vote on the 10% that's bad and put members on record if they support that 10% up or down and hopefully vote it down so that we can all come together in a greater majority and and pass the good parts of the bill. Those are a minimum amount of time. We want five days to consider legislation before it comes to the floor. Think about these bills. Some of these are thousands of pages. We also want a minimum time or a maximum time, I should say, before we can – we can defer from doing our duties, which is to pass the appropriation bills that are required, that, and, and then it begins to become pain for Congress if we don't do what we're supposed to do. So all that to say, that's a little inside baseball, but the Freedom mm-hmm. Caucus is trying to change the rules of Congress to where we empower regular order, we empower members, we empower the people's representatives, but then also, uh, as we're also trying to get the most conservative leadership we can get out of the body, yeah. uh, that, uh, that, yeah. we, that we as members choose They're not appointed by the leadership, but we as members choose who the chairman of our committees are. We as members actually have a contest for leadership positions, and we're not just coronating kind of the status quo or whoever's turned it is, uh, who's raised the most money for the party or whoever's kind of played the political game. But who do we think is the best leader on the merits? All those kind of things, that's what starts to happen on November 9, and it's really a blitz in the next week and a half to get all that settled.
0: Man, that that, is more than you're asking for. no, that's okay. Let me tell you something. I am so thrilled. I'm so excited uh, to hear that. I remind everybody that Congressman Bob Good is joining us. Represents the fifth district. It's it's been changed slightly. In fact, uh, after the election uh, coming up, uh, Congressman Bob Good's going to be my congressman. I'm looking forward to that. Rob Whitman's a great guy, but I'm I'm also very happy that uh, Bob Good will be my new congressman. Bob, what you're talking about there is so vital. And the Freedom Caucus in the House, you have been the guys who have stood up and said, look, we were sent here for a reason. We allegedly believe in things. We allegedly are supposed to serve the people. And by God, stop playing games with the Democrats. Don't be John Boehner, who is uh, playing more over there, uh, not even talking to Republicans. I'm just thrilled to hear what you're saying.
1: Well, and what will be so critical, Jeff, I think we're going to get the Senate, too. I think we're going to be in that 53 range on the Senate. I think we're going to be somewhere in that 230 to 240 on the House side. Uh, But so we could take two different tracks, Jeff. Do we try to think, okay, what will this president sign? And let's pass legislation that Biden would sign, which would be Democrat-like legislation, just not (laughs) as bad as what the Democrats would have done. No, we should pass legislation that the people who voted for us want us to pass. Not the That's people right. who didn't vote for us want us That's to pass, right. but the people who, who you know, who we told them what we would do and we earned their votes, let's try doing that. So we pass that legislation in both houses and demand that the president signs it. And if the president does not sign legis- legislation that the people's representatives who were overwhelmingly selected in the election and who the people's representatives have, have done what the, democ- the democracy is supposed to be as a constitutional republic, then it's him who's causing gridlock. It's him who's shutting down the government. And, uh, and we will try to override if he vetoes that or refuses us to, to, uh, to sign that. And then we'll get Democrats on record for shutting down the government by not passing the legislation that the people's representatives have tried to pass.
0: Well, and you know, Bob. I look, you're you're a smart guy, you're a strong guy. That that House Freedom Caucus, God bless him, every last one of the uh, the members in that caucus. But uh, you know that you're going to be demonized by the legacy news media. I mean, they're already ginning up stories. You had MSNBC the other day uh, warning Democrat, uh, warning Republicans, oh, don't go too far. You know, as as they're they're saying, well, let's let's do experimental surgery on children, just see how it works out. So you know you're going to be demonized on that side. I just want to be sure, number one, that the members of the House are strong enough like you to to, to stand firm, and number two, that they know there are some of us out here who will continue to accurately, honestly, fairly cover what you're doing, explain why things are or are not happening.
1: Well, I don't think you can go too far, and I appreciate that, Jeff. I don't think you can go too far in doing the right thing. I don't think you can go too far in the in the in the direction of freedom, of liberty, of the Constitution, of uh, you know, free enterprise, capitalist policies, fiscal responsibility, supporting our police, uh, being tough on crime, securing our border, standing up for life, standing up for the foundational family, standing up for our children, uh, standing up for parents are uh, empowered to have the say over how their children are raised and how their children are educated. I don't think we can go too far in doing that. I think what's right is right. And you do the right thing. And then you explain it best you can to the people and you're held accountable. You know, And at the end of the day, we get the government that we deserve. We get the government that reflects the people if the people are engaged and the people are participating. Of course, Oops. we've had a president just say, and so did his chief of staff, that if you don't vote right, then you're corrupting the, dem- the democratic process. And again, I realize we're constitutional republic, but using their words, right. hey, democracy <laughs> is at stake because too many people might not vote for Democrats. That means democracy is at stake. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, I, I, you've got even even loonier folks out there, as you know, Bob, who are claiming that uh, if Republicans win, my God, it's the same as Nazi Germany. And I'm sitting here, Bob, as somebody who lost family, members of my family mm. to the Nazis, I, I, I my stomach turned when I read that and heard that from Jim Clyburn I mean talk about disgusting
1: but these are the same folks who say we need to turn down the temperature and that the rhetoric is causing all this these things so what they mean is when you criticize Democrats that's what we need to stop doing you can only direct this this inflammatory rhetoric one way
0: but listen, I, I could sit here and talk to you all day. I know you're out and about in the fifth district. You're uh, you're meeting your constituents and some new constituents. You know my uh, my part of Hanover is now in your district. We're happy to have you. Look forward to uh, uh, having you as uh, my member of Congress. Make no mistake, you got you got votes all over in in, in my section of Hanover County. There's no doubt about that. Uh, stay strong. Uh, I want to talk to you again as soon as you're available just to find out how that's going with the House Freedom Caucus as you guys begin the reorganization. And uh, God bless you, my friend. Keep keep fighting the fight and just have a blessed day.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate what you do and appreciate you having me again. God bless, my friend.
0: Thank you. That is uh, Bob Good, Congressman, 5th District. Uh, he will, after this election, be my congressman. Currently, uh, Rob Whitman is my congressman. And I'm just telling you, I love both of them. I really do. I I just, I think the world of both of them. But it's not enough. Those two are not enough. If you're in this 7th district and you are looking at this phony, this fraud, this hypocrite, Abigail Spamberger, who has tried since day one, and has actually been pretty effective, spinning this tale. Oh, oh, I'm a moderate. Oh, my gosh, no, no, I always work across party lines. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to be a a, a reliable vote for Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I don't know. 100% voting record with Nancy Pelosi. I'd say that's pretty reliable, don't you think? How about another one of these phonies and frauds out in the 2nd District? Elaine Laurie. Now, Elaine Laurie, of course, is uh, all of a sudden best friends with Liz Cheney because Liz Cheney loves every Democrat who hates Republicans. So, Elaine Laurie is another one, another phony, another fraud. Oh, I, I'm I'm independent, I'm moderate. Yeah, please. You're left winger like the rest of them. And. You haven't done anything for your district. that's the other thing. So you've got Yesley Vega in the seventh district. You got Jen Kiggins in the second district. Hung Kao, another great candidate. There are great people out there. Now we got to step up to the plate and send them to Washington. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA